Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting, your favorite nerdy podcast. I am one of your hosts, Peter. I am joined today by Josh once again. Ruthie is sitting today out. Uh, she is recovering from the Texas snowstorm that hit uh, over the past week, so she will be back on our next episode, which uh, I'm going to hold off on the topic and I'll announce it on social media or something. But anyways, that being said, Josh, man, how are you doing? Uh, hi, Peter. I'm doing well. Uh, best of wishes out to Ruthie. I hope that she's doing well and staying safe. Um, but I'm doing okay. I'm looking forward to today's episode. It's been a while since it's been just you and me. Like, yeah, back yeah. in the back in those first episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I we did. What did we do? We did. Um, when we, we did were, GameStop. That wasn't just that me was and a, you, though. That was me. I know, and you but and it was like, but he, but uh, we did one. We had Just, a guest. Like, it was you and me, like, leading it, but it was with a guest. Oh, right, 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 yeah. But we did do one, but it wasn't even Nerds Adults, and we did uh, A Quiet Place for my the grown-up nerd, my do, now oh, defunct yeah. podcast, which was actually... The, the gun. <laughs> the gun. Um, so that, don't, don't even look it up, people. If you look it up, you're not going to find much on that podcast. It's been taken down, and it, it was not great stuff. But Because, um, <clears throat> you know, this, this podcast is top-tier stuff, you know? Yeah, top tier, hundred percent. Top tier, professional, you know, the best you can get. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, Ruthie is doing well. I I was in contact with her during the uh, during all the bullshit that was going on with the power and her water. So she, I found out yesterday, she's doing fine. I believe she actually streamed again last night. So she looks like she's getting her back on her feet, for lack of a better term. Um, I'm happy to be back. It's been a we've been postponing uh, last few episodes, so I'm just excited to talk. Today is going to be a February news cycle episode where a few decent topics came out. Um, some interesting talking points I feel like uh, came out this month, and I really wanted to to get your thoughts and a discussion on these things. So I'm looking forward to that. But first, I just want to know. Um, so Valheim is a topic, so I would like, I know you've been playing Valheim, so please don't talk about that yet, as a thing that you've been doing. So outside of that, um, oh yeah, and and then the, the PS5 debacle, we can talk about that too, <laughs> about the PS5. Oh, what happened with the PS5? Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, what have you been up to, man? Um, going to work, <clears throat> and uh, I've been playing, played a little bit of squad here and there. Uh, my job is changing now, so we're switching up how instructors are sectioned off, basically, to teach specific things and do a rotation through the cycles and stuff like that. But I'm not going to go too in-depth because it's a lot of stuff. But um, it's looking to, to alleviate more time for preparation since it'll be more consistent instead of me teaching uh or any instructor for that matter teaching one class twice a year now you'll be teaching a set amount of classes five six maybe seven times a year so you'll become actually i feel like it's better because you'll become a better subject matter expert when you are teaching it um this week has been pretty lax i've been getting off work pretty early most days uh, coming home and enjoying some game time, and then hanging out with April on the at the end of the at the end of the day. Actually, this 
I know I've always said it, that I've always wanted to get into Dungeons & Dragons or play it. So this is actually pretty cool. Last night, I played my first little spiel of Dungeons & Dragons. It was over Discord. Let me guess. Was Ken Hoffman playing with you? No. Oh. I didn't know that he played. A mutual friend of ours that we knew in the army. That's why I was like, you texted me last night and you were like, I'm playing D&D. I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, "Mm, I bet you he's playing with K. I'm pretty sure K plays D&D, but I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. But I'm pretty, I can see how he would. Like I can, now that you said that, I'm like, I'm like, he plays, dude. He does it. (laughs) And he probably fucking kicks ass at it too. Like, (laughs) 100%. I was actually playing with, uh, Steven, my buddy Steven, who uh, is Stevie Weavy. Uh, I was going to say Stevie Weavy. Right. Uh, I was playing with him. He's kind of new to it and he's kind of been walking me through like his experiences. And they were playing with his friend, who's like a mutual friend of ours, who is uh, his name is Andrew. but We call him Bono. Um, and it was really interesting. I made a half orc barbarian character. And last night, I guess I don't want to use the word impressed, but I definitely made the DM who was Bono feel like I totally was just like in the zone because I was in a position where I was below my enemy and he was holding a greatsword like just inches above my head, but he wasn't coming down to swing. And so he was like, what do you want to do? And I said, I would like to roll for me to grab his hands and break his hands on the hilt of his sword, like crush them under like pressure. Ended up rolling. I mean, I didn't successfully do it, but I was able to disarm him basically. But that was pretty cool. Like the freedom really that you have while playing it is really interesting. You're not like restricted by like a a linear storyline. And it's really cool to see how a DM reacts to things that you do because it was definitely clear that it was supposed to go a certain way and I steered it in a different direction based solely on my decisions and he had to like think on the fly how to make the story progress. So that was pretty cool. And he kept it together and uh, Steven was like mutually supportive of my decisions and we like worked together and did team stuff and did really cool guy shit. And it's all like in your imagination. Like it was actually a lot of fun. But uh, that was my first time, but I've been, like, preparing all week for it. It wasn't, like, a straight-up campaign. It was, like, a short little spiel to, like, get my feet wet, I guess, and level up. It's called a one-shot. And so, but I was able to level up my character from it. Um, We're not done with it, but it, because I had a lot of questions. It took took us, like, six hours. Um. So, I don't know, I'm having a lot of fun, and I want to do it more. And what's funny is, like, playing it now, it was funny when I told April, I was like, hey, I'm thinking about um, playing Dungeons & Dragons. And she was like, you fucking nerd! And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And, like, she was like... Is she just now realizing this, you know? (laughs) She was like, what do you play it on? And I was like, it's not, you don't play it on, like, a console or anything. It's literally people sit around a table and talk. Like, that's how you play. It's role-playing. And she was like, that's huh? weird. And I was like, what? that's not weird. You role-played when you were a kid. And she was like, the only role-playing I know is like when you're on the playground and one kid is like, no, because 
Jeremy jumps over and he has to, he can't um, use fireball on me because I have an energy shield. Like, so it, she compared it to that and I was like, that's exactly what it's like, except with a little with bit numbers. more rules. Yeah, a little bit more yeah, rules. Yeah, there's, I was but... like, but that's basic, but you got it. But guidance. like doing it, play, playing it last night though, um, it made me realize like, April would be really good at this game because she's very <laughs> meticulous and about yeah. numbers and little details. And so I feel like if she got into it, she would, oh my God, she would have such a blast. But because of the stigma of super nerdiness and she was like, do I have to go buy fucking Hot Pockets and Tostitos and all this stuff now for you and Mountain Dews? And I'm like, damn, girl, like stereotype much? like. <laughs> 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 look, look, if Joe Manganiello and Vin Diesel are playing Dungeons and Dragons, it is Vince not Vaughn. Vince. Yeah, I'm just saying if celebrities are playing Dungeons and Dragons nowadays, it's not and it's not like a stigma. No, there's not a stigma tied to it anymore. I feel like it shouldn't be. You know, if a big buff dude like Joe is playing it, like it's OK for regular people to play it, too. There should be no. I really hope there is no more stigma that comes with playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah, it's funny that you said that because I I keep saying I want to play. So fuck you for not inviting me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I keep saying that I want to I want to play, but we well, have I to just, dedicate a lot of time, especially I, yeah, for that yeah. first. That's the thing for me is I I probably won't ha- I don't have six hours of block time to play. Well, that was straight through. That was legitimately so. me just asking questions. Cause well, I that's I would be similar to that too. You know, like I've never played. I've researched it, but I've never played it. So I'd be like, oh, what about this? Can I do this? What happens? Uh, okay, so I have to roll. I'd be asking a lot, of, and that's generally how I believe most newbies are when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons. Because at right. my work, there's a group of people that played and. They were they were talking about a game where two were new and it was sl- sort of slow paced because they were asking a lot of questions. So I that seems to be like normal for for that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I hope to be a part of one someday. Um, yeah, it was no. it was cool, man. Um, I actually so for those of you who don't know, Courtney Hope is scheduled to come on our podcast for an interview. Who played Jesse Faden from the Remedy Game Control. So some of you may have heard of that game. So we're going to be interviewing her this week. So I wanted to play. I owned the game on PC and it was free on uh, PlayStation. So I got it for PS5 and it runs beautifully on the PS5. Uh, it's a, it's only at 2K, but it's a solid 60 frames. Um, And so I beat that over the week and it was such a really good game. I just forgot how good Remedy. So Remedy also did uh, Max Payne, Max Payne 2. I don't remember if they actually did i'm guessing they did max Payne 3 I don't remember specifically but they also did alan wake which is a really good game and then quantum break which i just started playing and i'm actually enjoying that um so yeah i really enjoyed the the control it was a really good game now i'm doing the extra stuff so i did that and then i'm also playing a lot of animal crossing again so for those of you who don't know me, I have a hacked Switch, which I, you know, play around with, tinkered with. And then I recently bought the Animal Crossing Switch. So I have a legit Switch and I have a hacked one. I was going to sell the, the hacked one because it's banned and I was just going to sell it so other people could hack it. Not as a hacked system. I was just going to sell it to somebody so they could hack it. Um, That didn't happen, so I still have it. So basically what I've been doing is I've been using the Animal Crossing save editor and giving myself tons of bells and all kinds of other stuff. And then transferring it through local play to my uh to my non-band switch so i've been transferring stuff over and then I actually did that for a friend so hey if any guys are out there that want like a tons tons of bells or any items i can pretty much get that for you uh you know 
and then you can just come visit my legit island on my legit switch and i'll have it there for you so yeah wow. that's what i yeah it's pretty it's actually i i just i like tinkering you know i, do, I probably tinkered more with my switch than i've actually played it I and mean, i do have over 100 and some hours on animal crossing over 100 some hours on breath of the wild so i i have played it but i spent a lot of time tinkering um hmm. that's what that's mostly what i've been doing i've been doing some more drawing and stuff like that some of you probably saw my instagram i posted a few things that i've, I've drawn so i've been dabbling in, in that and stuff so um that so that's that's mostly what i've been doing that being said um you ready to jump into the news topics from february yeah absolutely all right i'm gonna start off with television because we there was i think the biggest topics from what i remember what i could gather where it was related to television so i broke it down broken down the categories for news to television video games and tv Seems to be the main things we talk about in our Discord and our show. So I figured it was uh, fitting for today's episode. So the first, the first thing that's up is the Last of Us TV castings, which really interested me because um, one, when I saw it was announced, I was like, "Here we go, people are gonna be pissed," and sure enough, they didn't let me down. Um, Pedro Pascal was ca- is cast to play Joel, um, and. The, the actress Bella Ramsey, who played Leanna Mormont from uh, Game of Thrones, if you remember, she's a badass little girl that got crushed by the giant. Um, she was like a fan favorite. She's going to be playing Ellie. So I like the castings. I was I'll just say, I always tell the story about when Heath Ledger was cast as Joker. It was shortly after Brokeback Mountain. And I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. Like, you know, this is going to be so stupid just for no reason. I don't even know why. I can't even remember why I was really upset. Maybe because of Brokeback Mountain stuff. I don't know. I just I just didn't see it. And I was just bashing it. We didn't have social media wasn't like it is today. I think maybe MySpace was around then, you know, but it wasn't like it is today. Not everyone had social media back then. So, but then I saw the movie and, you know, the rest is history. He did it. He's probably one of the best Joker performances that I've, that I've seen. I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, you can debate that all you want, but it was a fabulous performance. Great movie overall. So I said to myself, I will hold judgment until the finished product. I ever cast and let these happen. So uh, naturally, the internet exploded and half people were pissed about Ellie saying she didn't look like Ellie and uh, Pedro Pascal didn't look like uh, Joel. So I don't know. Josh, you played through both games. Um, what, do you, what did you think about those cast castings for the show? I... Uh think the castings are fine i mean it's like you said like sometimes a character comes in and sweeps you off and you don't even notice but it's because people have these inherent doubts about the performance that the character gives and the performance that um is expected of the character for example with heath ledger right um people nobody thought he was that strong of an actor to to fill that role to 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 absolutely chameleon into that position. So I think that's really what draws people back when they're um considering these things. Now Bella Ramsey, I think she could do it. I mean every it's because the only visual representation they have is this is um Leanna Mormont character. That's like they use that visual comparison but who knows? Were you there for her? For her uh, to be, for her uh, audition for the for the role? Like, were you there? Did you feel emotion? Did you see how she performed? No, you have no idea. 
Anyway, internet's going to internet, you know? Yeah, and despite the fact that I don't completely agree with Neil Druckmann's decisions in The Last of Us Part 2, I still respect him as a writer. Even though it upset me, it's still a fucking gripping story that tells a crazy tale of people interacting with each other so if he feels that this character can represent the person he's trying to emulate i don't even know how old she is now how old is she now oh, i couldn't i couldn't tell i'd you. have to i have I to look, look up. that up yeah. um so do you know i don't i don't i don't know this off the top of my head do you know how involved Druckmann is i feel like if i remember correctly he's pretty involved as like almost like as a producer on on this show I um, don't know. Mm, but, no, that's another not, thing. Too. I'm not sure how involved in the show he is. Okay. He might, he might play like maybe in like a, how do you say? He's not a like show. A, he's not the show runner, but I mean, maybe he'll have. No, a no, 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 no. Crit, but I'm assuming like, he's going to do some kind of, uh, some kind of assistance, some kind of, uh, advising, anything like that i mean it's his it's his world you know so yeah it's his world what the right so that's the thing as i'm inter- so these things i mean there we really haven't seen i mean we joke around about mortal Kombat, which um hint hint wink wink <laughs> foreshadowing the next one of our next topics but the original mortal Kombat movie is probably like the best video game movie that's been ever put out uh and that's not saying very much for on-screen uh transitions or on-screen portrayals of our favorite video games so uh i'd be i'm just interested to see like it should they this is the thing with the metal gear movie too boom we're talking about metal gear again but um yeah (laughs) though the this is the thing with like the metal gear movie and stuff do you like people are like so tied to that story and so tied to those characters they want them to look like it they want the story to be exactly the same but i'm like do you really want it to be exactly the same like, do you want to have the same exact story you've already played through and experienced? Or would you like something a little bit different? I lean toward, sort of tend to lean towards something a little bit different because we've seen this. It's like a comic book, you know, like nothing in the comic book movies, like an MCU is like 100% based, you know, on, on the comic. They're they're heavily referenced, but if, if essentially they're their own interpretations of what was put in the comics and that's how yeah, i think things are heavily heavily manipulated from yeah. the from the base content so and so what i'm getting is people were re- really pissed off especially about bella ramsey being cast with leonard mormont saying she doesn't look like her i mean that's a, my, my thing with that is she doesn't look like her but that for me isn't isn't a problem. Like if she's a good actress and performs really well, and the story's well done, and everything is, you know, up up to snuff, then great. I mean, it doesn't matter. She doesn't look like Ellie, who was based off of um, Elliot. What's her last name? His last name. Sorry, um, I can't remember remember his name. She. I'm gonna mess this up. He recently came out as transgendered, but um, and then they actually got sued and they had to change Ellie's face because at the time when she was female looked like her but um oh my, i know who you're talking about i don't know yeah. what you know um page elliot page elliot page thank you so yeah. like my thing is 
I don't. I really felt like it's dumb because Alana Pierce, uh, who works actually now for Sony, previously worked at IGN, was complaining about people complaining about this casting, and I was like, "This is so stupid." I just thought it really made me mad, and just like, man, nerds can be, <laughs> nerds can be just so. Uh, nerds can be ruthless. I mean, ruthless and so entitled. You know, like, oh, well, exactly. I talk just, about it when I talked about cyberpunk, like. Yeah, we're we're mean. Like, unless we're co- like conscious of the things that we want and the things that we like, like we can be really mean. And then, anybody and who can, anybody who consumes any kind of media can be, uh, and is like so obsessed with it, can can get super pissed about the simplest thing, like the simplest change, like his cufflinks are green. Like, that's like well, a random thing I made up, but you know what I mean. Like, how dare you tarnish his character? Like that. Like. I'm trying my best. Like, I want to know who honestly believes that when they think, when they come up with these things, they sit down and somebody asks the question, all right, how are we going to absolutely destroy this franchise? Like, nobody asks that. I'm pretty sure everybody makes these things with the best intentions. They probably just don't know how to go about it. I'm pretty sure Ryan Johnson said that when he went to go make The Last Jedi. I think that was what he (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ryan Johnson was like, I am going to destroy this franchise when I write this movie. No, just kidding. Is that, That's funny. Because, you know, Last Jedi is the most uh, controversial film out of all of them. That's just kind of, I was not a fan of it, but I'll just say that. But you're right. And then that was a thing where, um, what's her name, the Asian actress in that in that um, movie got like berated by nerds online and i felt so bad for her i mean like i didn't like her character oh, yeah. either i think there's like a fine line of criticism and stuff like i know we're on our show and we're very small time and you know like and and i was thinking about this when brandon and i were talking about uh, not inception um tenant uh tenant and we were just bashing that movie because we just didn't like it and we didn't understand the thought process on a lot of the things. And I just like, I feel bad because a lot of people worked hard on it, you know, and like put in their time and effort and their blood, sweat and tears in this. But that to me is different than bullying somebody like for, I mean, fucking the, the little girl that played, um, um, uh, Iron Man's daughter in Endgame got bullied online and she was like six years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is the stuff that like, just, blows my fucking mind but anyways yeah um yeah. I, now i'm starting to get upset caveman blood's starting to come up yeah i can't <laughs> right, right okay back to just <laughs> i'll just say uh before we move on to the, to the next topic i'm just gonna say i like i mean pedro pascal is he's like he's so hot right now <laughs> you know he's so yeah, in because he he's a mandalorian and how great that is i was like cool i mean like i'm not gonna sit up here i'm not gonna whine about these castings whatever um, and I really liked Bella Ramsey in Game of Thrones and her and the way she portrayed Leanna Mormont, who I believe was a very, very small character in the books. Really didn't have much, uh, I think. And then she came yeah. out and just like killed it in her role. So I I will save my true thoughts and opinions on it once it comes out. If she does a shit job, I will on- take an honest look at it and say, hey, you know, you didn't do a very good job. Maybe they could have done a, done a better job of casting. So, um are you good with uh did you want you have anything else on the last of us castings or you want to move on so in case anybody didn't know in the article referencing uh bella ramsey playing ellie there's totally at the bottom a little uh little easter egg confirming the blade reboot 
I thought that was already confirmed. I don't Yeah, but they didn't know. Did you know who's playing him? Oh, they I can't remember his name. So the pl- the guy who's playing Blade is actually he was up to play Joel. Who is it? And then it, it's uh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. yeah OK. OK. I, I mean, I, I'm like, yeah, I knew that. Like, like oh, bullshit. No, I, no, I remember. Marsh- I couldn't. Marshall yeah. Ali. Yeah. Um, that's like cool. Marshall Ali. He's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. 100 um, percent. OK. Next topic. Gina Carano. Mm. <laughs> oh god oh, here we go all right just so i talked about in our pre-show show i'm just gonna read what was posted and then we can go off of that okay so for those yep. of you who don't know i'm assuming everybody that's listening right now in our discord and listening to the podcast knows that gina Carano was fired from the man of learning for some weird dumb shit that she said all right her Instagram post. Or if they don't even know. So if you watch The Mandalorian, Gina Carano portrays the character Cara Dune, who's a rebel alliance fighter. Fairly right. big character on the show. Um, right. Her Instagram post read, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews... The government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political view? So basically, the what everyone gathers from her and you know what people know about her is that she's she is a a right wing person, and she was inferring that Republicans were going through the process of what the Jews went. <clears throat> I I mean. I'm not going to get political here. Those who follow me on, on Twitter know my political leanings, and I don't want to get into that. But this is kind of, a, I think, a really like a dumb take. I, I just thought it was like, why would you say, why even open yourself up and say something like this when you know who you work for? You know, Disney has a pop. I mean, if you cared, maybe she just didn't care about if she, she was like, I don't care. Maybe, you know, who knows what she was thinking when she said this. Um, and then, so what happened was uh, Disney told her she needed to apologize for this and she refused and then they later said thanks but no thanks thank you for your service don't let the well they've been they've been planning on firing her for a couple months because right. of things she was doing right but the final straw was apparently this uh, apology they wanted her to say i mean look know who you work for and and and, know, and be careful what you say on social media and, and if you're in the public light you know what i'm saying like yeah. I know who I work for. I know my job. I work for the UNC. I work for the state. I work for the UNC of North Carolina. If I go out there and start saying spewing hate speech, I'm going to get fired. Um, there's a, it's actually interesting in my job because uh, you have the First Amendment right. So like if I was in, if I worked for like Disney and I said something, they could just fire me, you know, because I don't work for a, a government entity where I, where I work for the state. So I'm protected by my First Amendment right. So technically I could spout probably some borderline racist shit i've seen some some interesting things said but when you work for a private company that has an image that they want to, that they want to spew you know maybe you shouldn't not yeah. spew but an image they want to keep um and we all know disney i mean they they own espn espn fired uh a female reporter for saying some she got caught saying some crazy shit to this like tow truck driver and she got fired so Maybe she just doesn't care because apparently she has some other stuff lined up. Uh, Josh, I'll let you go. I said I've said enough about. So this. apparently she's going to be producing, directing, and her own film. Um, now, so I mean, good for her, and she's being given uh, 
I forget the name of the company, but she is being given the opportunity to produce direct um, her own um, film. So, I don't know. I think she's working alongside uh, Ben Shapiro in order to secure funds and, and do all this stuff. So, I mean, good for her, I guess. But to be completely honest with you, I didn't like Cara Dune's character to begin with. Nor did I like the actress, her portrayal of her. You know, it's funny you said that because I, I, know... fi- I found it very like too cliche. I just don't like her, her as an actress, even in the Fast and well, the Furious that too. movie. Like, but her just... her character of Cara Dune, like, and the way that she portrayed it, like, it was it just yeah. felt like a cli- like so cliche. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, her character was cliche. I just I remember watching Mandalorian um, just late the season. I was like, I just don't really like her as an actress, and all this other stuff happening. Like, oh well, I mean, yeah. Nowadays, you probably shouldn't be spouting off um alt-right stuff online especially if you work for disney i mean if you want to keep your job yeah uh yeah i don't agree with comparing being a republican to being jews before they uh were went through the holocaust but i digress i just think it's like you know like damn that's a really and then it's just talking about yeah talking about how like know who you work for like she was lined up. She was making money, man. Like she was making between twenty-five to fifty k, sixty k an episode. She was literally in. There were literally talks of in the works a spinoff with just her character, where she would be the main character. Talk about yeah. being a representation of the Star Wars universe, having your own show. You know, I kind of this makes me also lead off to another topic about um, cancel culture. So. I don't know. I, I've been thinking about this for a while now. I don't know if that's... I don't know how I feel. If someone has... Like, I get it if you say, like, something straight up racist. Like, I hate, you know, inserts ethnicity here. And they versus saying something like this, comparing Republicans to, to the Jews. It's, it's bad, but it's not, like, quite wearing the Ku Klux Klan you know, gear. But, like, it just makes me... It just makes me think, you know, like, is this what we sh- is this the right way to handle this type of type of stuff? Is to cancel them completely, shut them out? Um, we sort of saw this with uh, the actress who played uh, Black the Black Panther's sister. Um, she said some stuff about anti-vaccine and how she didn't want to take the the COVID vaccine, and then a lot of people want to like, like cancel her. So I don't know. I've been thinking. I don't have an answer personally. It just makes. It's, I think it's something that we should we should all think about. Like, is that what we need to do? Um, you know, or should we try to have like we would open for a conversation? Because my wife is always telling me I get pretty heated. Um, those of you who don't know me, I'm pretty I'm pretty left leaning, and I get pretty heated, and I have a hard time, uh, you know, having conversations with people who are clearly racist, but they don't want to admit it. You know, um, right? And so, like, should I even give them the time of day and have this conversation with them, or should I just say, you know, fuck it? And so that's what I, I struggle with that with internally. And that's when it comes down to cancel culture is, is that the answer? Well, is that well, what we should also, be doing? I find like that it's also very difficult for people in the spotlight. 
because like pretty much everything they say has to be like uh, if it's like if what they say is going to be in public eye has to be heavily scrutinized and regulated and it's got to be like such a shitty way to live like to not be able to say what you want like right before you go on stage don't say anything about this don't say this remember not to talk about the instagram situation don't talk about what you posted if they ask you say try to lean try to lean away from it like that's gotta suck like yeah you're like censored to a lesser extent you know because your career depends on it like if that's like the thing would like i know it's our podcast and it's we're small time you know we're the smallest of small time right but right the same time is do i want to alienate people from listening to our podcast that's a question that i came up with another friend of mine do i just straight up and be like i was talking about posting stuff on twitter that's left-leaning um you know and i just like you know what I don't, I, for me personally, I don't really care if you don't like me for my for my political beliefs. But if you like the content, great. But that's just kind of like where I stood with it. I'm. I just don't. I don't want to be fake. I try to be honest. I try to be real with people. I try to be, you know. I, I try to, um, just put out there my true beliefs and what I think is right and what I what I think is wrong. I don't throw that into the podcast because I just that's not what this podcast is about. The podcast is about being nerds and being inclusive. So, um, and yeah. more of a positive vibe. I feel like obviously politics get very as you can see Eugene Carano can get volatile and just no not usually good when you open <laughs> we had a conversation where about when we were starting our discord with somebody with one of my friends and he was like don't put a politics <laughs> chat category in there I was like I yeah. won't but and then also you have to think about like the the studio's perspective like are they gonna get is cancel culture going to apply to the whole show, to the whole studio, just because they keep this person on? Like, at the same time, like, maybe they, like, yeah, they fired this person, but they're probably trying to, you know, keep themselves afloat rather than patching the hole, which is this individual. Yeah. Well, going back to Disney, they want to keep that squeaky clean image. So if any time you post something that is even borderline sort of racist or uh you know anti-jew <laughs> you're probably gonna have there's gonna be some hell to pay with that company but yeah um all right do you want to move on to gaming or do you got anything else you want to say about gina carano no we can move on i'm done da- i'm done with it. i mean yeah so uh gina carano should have pl- played it tighter <laughs> the chest yeah Maybe if you want to keep your job, you should have known, knew who you were working for and been a little bit more careful about yeah. your public uh, social media um, takes. But all right. Anyways, some more positive stuff in gaming. Uh, we got to see the full fledged uh, violent Mortal Kombat trailer. And I was pleased to see. Oh, yeah, so I've the been red band, red band, red trailer. band. Yep. Thank you. That's the phrase I was looking for. And I was all in. I'm sold, man. I am, yeah, dude. That that trailer was fucking awesome, and I was like, and it was. I saw a lot of like the original. So I'm not. I haven't played Mortal Kombat in years. I played one, two, and three, and four in the in like the trilogy. All those games. Then I kind of fell fell out of it. So one and two were the biggest ones that I played, and all those characters I saw in there were mostly from one and two, and I was loving it. What did you think about the trailer? The trailer, I believe, was fantastic it's definitely there was definitely the right amount of cheese for me 
I don't know if you've saw that, but I there was definitely things where I'm like, yeah, that's cheese. Like the whole birthmark thing. Like I was like, uh, it's cheese. Yeah, I wonder what I that's what that. I means. don't know if that's. I don't know if that's yeah. canon because she she says like you're chosen. Like, like from, all, from all, the moment you were born, you were chosen. So I don't know. Yeah, that was a little little cheese. I don't. Know. Yeah, I. That's one of. The, that's one of those things where I was like. Eh, whatever. Like, but it's Mortal but Kombat. There's cheese. I, got, I mean, there's yeah. cheese in Mortal Kombat. Like, you, there's no avoiding it. For the rest of time, Mortal Kombat will have cheese. Yeah. When I when I saw Sub Zero freezing people's arms and breaking them off and stuff and throwing people into a wall of ice that he just created, like I was like, more, give me more, you know? And yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like, oh, man. I loved when he'd grab the shotgun and like you see the 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 buckshot freeze with the ice. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I tell you, man, the trailer and everything I've heard, it sounds like it's going to be a quality movie. I don't know if it's going to be like, I think it's going to be what we wanted as fans versus the original one that came out. It's going to be violent. We'll have some cheese, some, hopefully some dope ass fight scenes. That's really what the best one, best thing about the first Mortal Kombat to me was the fight scene. Kid growing up. That was, that was awesome. Um, yeah, I was, absolutely. I was, I was. When that pumped. guard comes up and he's all sweaty, he's all sweaty and he's just like gonna fight Sub Zero and he's like, <laughs> like that's so insanely bad. Like who does that? Who? And then he just freezes. Like there isn't even a fight. Like Sub Zero just goes like, dude, like come on, and he just, he just explodes. You know, I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. When I was a kid, one of my friends swore up and down that that guy could have beaten Sub Zero in hand-to-hand combat. Like we had this conversation, like that there was there that his his ability for what he was showing in that scene gave him reason to believe that that guy could have beaten Sub Zero in, in a hand-to-hand fight. And I just when was this when you were a kid? Oh yeah, we were kids because we had just absolutely seen not. It. The whole uh, thing is a representation of that guy not being worth <laughs> Sub Zero's time. <laughs> Yeah, and it was just, I just remember my friend, he was like, that was like a, a hill he was like, die, he would die on. Like, I bet you today if I like called him up and said, hey, remember that time you said that about that guy in that movie? And he'd be like, yeah, like, yeah, it's so true. Um, but the funny thing is I, I saw also, so this website called Jezebel, they're like a very feminine focused website. You know, uh, obviously I don't have an issue with, with, with that at all by any means, but I think they were trying to stir up some controversy where there wasn't. They the article they oh yeah the article they literally posted says where is Chun Li in the new Mortal Kombat trailer and at first what made this worse at first I thought that this was like uh, satire like I thought it was just someone like making this fun but then they posted an edit saying we did our research we realized we were wrong blah 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 something like that I was like oh my god like that you really like you just were trying to stir up some controversy I was like this is horrible horrible journalism because any google yeah. search you would just say chun li mortal Kombat." i guarantee you one of the first or second posts would tell you chun li is part of street fighter franchise and not part of mortal Kombat. horrible journalism I'm just like oh my god and that's what i i just i don't know i don't i, I don't know if you saw that until i showed but it then at the I same had... time at the same time why there is there's female characters in mortal Kombat, and they're in the trailer Shit, the narrator is Sonya. I think they were uh, worried about people of color. And so since, I mean, if you think about it, 
Mylena, the I, character I, I, is playing Mylena is mixed. Right. You're right. You're right. I don't, I think I they not that I think I'm pretty much could say I know they were just trying to find a reason <laughs> trying to find Shit. We don't have anything to write about this week, ladies. Right. Let's go. So Chun-Li, you know, uh, an Asian female, wasn't in there. Uh, so I think that was what they were trying to stir up. And, and it's just like one of those things where people just try to get clicks. But that. Just poor journalism. Uh, a bad look for that website. Uh, I mean, it made me mad. Like, come on, man. It, it, hey, maybe just, they're just trying to get their clicks, like you said. Maybe it was on purpose. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe, bad maybe publicity they is better than no publicity. I don't know, man. I mean, just that's just like... I, I guess you're right. People now know Jezebel. Like I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't even know much about Jezebel. Like I've heard of their website, but I never actually probably went to any of their articles until I saw this. So that being said, Jezebel, you got me to click on your link and read your article. Bravo. Well, Bravo. what about what about <laughs> the rest of their content? I mean, I haven't looked I, at any dude, of their I don't other know, stuff. I don't know either. I'm like. I, why would I want to after this, right? Like, why would I want to even read any more? Well, maybe it's a stuff? maybe it's a like maybe maybe I don't know. I re- I mean, I looked at some of the topics that this that this uh, um, writer had for some of her stuff. They seemed fairly decent stuff, but I don't know. I just just stuff trying to find stuff to complain about. My God. It just made me really pissed. Like sometimes people are just looking, fishing for things to bitch about, and like this was not one of them. Even if Chun Li, even if there was an Asian female character that wasn't in the trailer, like does does that mean that? Well, I'm saying is, what if the rest of their content is also like there's just a pattern of misinformation and edits? Mm. Okay. Because there's a, I forget who said I think it was uh, I think it was Denzel Washington who said most people want to be first; they don't want to be right. It's true. That is true. So maybe that's like a like a pattern with the with this website or this this group of of bloggers, yeah, writers, journalists, internet journalists. I don't know. I don't want to give them the clicks and by clicking on it again today, but I think that uh what I remember from looking at her previous posts, it seemed like a fairly, you know, par for the course standard journalism, you know, blog blogger type stuff. It wasn't anything to me that was trying to stir up uh the last right. I don't need to scroll through like one page. So, um, yeah. so the last thing I'll say, I love the trailer. I'm super excited to see where it goes, and I think we're gonna finally get the Mortal Kombat movie that we've all been clamoring for. You ready to move on? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so Nintendo Direct came out uh, last week, and the only thing that I really truly cared about was Skyward Sword came out. Or it was announced, or I want to say it's July. Super Mario Golf Super Rush is coming out. So for you Mario Golf fans, those games are fun. But um, but the thing is, I think uh, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Sixty dollars for Skyward Sword, like a port to the Switch. Man, I don't. I was a saying port? this in our yeah. yeah it's, it's a port and it's sixty dollars. And this is not the. This is we kind of knew that this was going to come. To be honest with you, I'd pay $60 for a Wind Waker port, but I don't know, man. Like, I'm probably, I'm complaining about something, but I'm also part of the problem that I'm complaining about. But I don't, I don't know, man. I just think, like, I, I mean, I guess if people are going to buy that product at that price and what we can do, but I'm like, that's a lot of, I just feel like that game is not worth that much money, you know? Like, it shouldn't be that yeah. much money. 
What did you think about Nintendo Direct and you know Skyward Sword or anything else that you saw? I mean, I did so I didn't watch the presentation, but all right. It seems like there's it seems like there's a lot of ports. Well, like Fall Guys is getting ported. We're getting Monster Hunter Rise. Well, I don't think that's a port though. But Stubbs of Zombies a port. So I'm just like I was saying. I'm. I mean, I have a Nintendo Switch. I still only have uh breath of the wild on it that i've purchased for myself i mean i've purchased i purchased uh luigi's mansion for my son on it but i don't really play my switch very much or very often um but i have looked at trying to get into animal crossing but i don't know it kind of seems like not my style dude i thought the same thing and i love that game i love playing it just yeah well I also love playing a lot of other things. I don't have time. Yeah, I, I mean, play. I played a little bit of Control, and I'm enjoying it. But I also have no idea what the heck is going on at all. So well, keep it's very playing. Confusing. You'll find out. I will I'm say gonna, at least I'm gonna keep playing. Some... But holy fuck balls! That dude, the 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 lore of that game. I know we're getting off topic, man. The lore of that game and uh, the ambiance and the feel and and the backstory and just world building is is like that's just what remedy does man that's so good yeah like it's just so good anyways that's a nintendo direct um yeah i i saw it when it came out and i was just kind of curious what the big announcement was i saw skyward sword i was hoping for a wind waker because i never got a chance to play through wind waker um i have it on um a rom on my computer but i just I want an HD remake of, of Wind Waker so I can get a chance to play through that. Yeah. Um, I will play Skyward Sword. Uh, I just don't know if I want to pay $60 for it. I know everyone's like, oh, it's Nintendo. They they pay that much money. You know, they, they, they know, you're right. You guys are all right. People are going to pay for that money. They're all their st- But if it's like a legit new Mario game or a legit new Zelda game, 100%, $60. But this is like... A poor... Yeah, they're not worth $60, right. Big cat in our Discord. Um, also, one of our Discord mods. Woo! Um, you're right. It's not worth sixty dollars. One hundred percent. And that was the main, my main takeaway. And then they're also releasing a controller, a two joy, uh, a double Joy-Con for like seventy bucks. I get that because Joy Cons are already expensive. I don't want to get started in, on the quality of the Joy Con and the drift issue. But I mean, yeah, I get I it. Remember, that's... I remember buying you new ones. Remember? Yeah. Well, that's that wasn't a drift issue. That was a dog. Nom yeah. nom issue. <laughs> yeah, nom nom issue. Absolutely. Um, all right. The one of the big things that that I found that I found out that I thought was really cool um from actually one of uh Hood from our Discord chat actually posted it and that's how I found out about it, it was the Diablo 2 remaster. So Diablo 2 was a game that was um late nineties, I want to say when it came out, and my I never had a PC that was powerful enough to play that until like later on. Until and, this year. <laughs> right, yeah, until this just year. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, and my friend played it, one of my, my buddies had it, and I watched him play a little bit, and it just looked so cool, and, and everything about it just looked really great, and I wanted to play it. And so they they announced the, they announced the Diablo 2 remaster, which actually, funnily enough, looks a lot like Path of Exile, which what a lot of people were, so a lot of people were bummed, up, bummed about Diablo 3's art style, and so when Path of Exile came out, that's what everyone was kind of hoping, I feel like a lot of people were hoping that Diablo 3 would look like as far as graphically. When I saw Diablo 2, I was like, man, that looks a lot of like Path of Exile. 
Um, but it still looks great. I, wonder, looks really cool. I wonder why they're doing this, actually. I mean, they're, we're right on the eve of Diablo 4. Like, Cause it's a, I, I think it's an easy way to, to make extra money and at the same time pay, for, pay fan service. Um, no one's going to say no to a remaster of a great game, I feel like. There's nothing you can't go wrong with it unless true, you've re- remastered Diablo, it. Diablo Diablo 2 was awesome. Yeah. And I know a lot of people love that game. I, I remember I mean, like I said, it's one of the games that I missed out on, but it, I my friend played it and I watched him play it and it looked like it was a lot of fun. But like I said, And it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the remaster looks amazing. Yeah. So what I'm just Are you going to do you think you're going to buy it and play it even if it's at $60? Oh, uh yeah. 60 just, will you pay just 60 for it nostal- just because of the nostalgia yeah. nah, no about it maybe i don't know yeah it's been 20 I've, years it's been 20 years it deserves it yeah i think i won't pay 64 i don't know what the announce i don't know if they announced the price for but i don't know if i'd pay that's the question now that should be like a, a whole podcast topic what what constitute constitutes your decision to purchase a game at release at 60 dollars? especially given mm-hmm. everything that happened that'd be an interesting topic to talk about don't say anything. I'm gonna save it so we can keep it genuine. Kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I saw that. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I will play it. I will buy it. I don't know if I'll pay sixty for it. Right. Uh, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we're saying. Remaster Viper in our Discord chat. Right. So it's not a remake. It's a remaster. Um, same thing with like Skyward Sword, which I don't even think Skyward Sword is a remake. I think it's just a port. So there's a there's like three different categories of video game remakes or whatever you have a remake which is completely redone like resident evil 3 and resident evil 2 you have ports or ports that are like skyward sword wind waker on on the wii u then you have uh remasters uh like diablo 2 which is not quite a remake not quite a port um did you see uh also did you see kingdom hearts is coming to pc yeah, Kingdom Hearts is coming to PC. That's actually kind of exciting. Did you play it? Kingdom Hearts, the original? Yeah. 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 Well, they're doing all of them. Yeah, it's all coming to PC. I have it so I have them all on disc for my P- my PlayStation but, 4. So, so these are all remasters, but check this out. So it's going to be 1.5 and 2.5 are going to be set at 50, and then the other three games are going to be sitting at 60 bucks. Hmm. Kingdom Hearts I didn't one, know two, that. Three, $60. That's uh, that kind of sucks, man. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people are buying them at that price. That's what they're just gonna do, and then they'll have a sale. Like they'll have a sale for like fifty percent off or seventy five percent off. So, um, I just thought it was cool. You know, a lot of people. I mean, I was surprised. Actually, I was kind of surprised. I guess in the back of my head, I thought it had always been on PC, and I was like, oh shit, like it, it hasn't been. On PC. That's, that's also right. my case like i thought it was this whole time yeah uh, i have them all on, on my my, P- my ps4 on disc so i'll play them i've been playing five, or one with my daughter she really enjoys it i actually kind of i kind of stopped because i'm um i thought that was an interesting announcement and that that price i guess that's uh gonna be an issue for a lot of people um yeah so this game you've played which I'd never even heard of, and I saw you playing it in our Discord. Valheim released, and it like shot up the charts, and it was like one of the top played games, I think, on on Twitch. So I'll let you talk about that. So it's record breaking right now. Um, 
me and Stevie Weavy actually have been playing it together. Uh, let me just give you guys the little spiel about how I came across this, okay? So, I love uh, Viking culture. It's appealing to me. I enjoy it aesthetically. I enjoy it, uh, the mythology behind it, all of that Norse mythology stuff. I love all of it. It's cool. Now, so, I'm literally just bored out of my mind, right? Sitting on my computer. I'm home early from work. I want to play something. I literally opened Steam, and I had actually... I forget what I was trying to get to, but I remember that I had clicked on top selling by mistake. I clicked it and I was like literally about to click off of it. And but at number one or number two, very close to number one was Valheim right under uh, Total War Warhammer Total War three or something like that. Um, And I was like, what is this? I knew what Warhammer three was. But I had no idea what Valheim was. And this was like the third. And the game had released on the second. But I didn't know that. So I was like, hmm, this game seems like it's like it's top of the sales charts. So I clicked it and I watched the trailer. I watched trailers over and over. I sat on my computer for like an hour maybe. Just watching trailers and reading people's reviews. And I was like, it's only $20. Right? So, and it's in early access. Which I was kind of like taken aback. I was like, eh. That's really access. Oh, it's a cash grab. <laughs> but then I was reading reviews and I was like, maybe not. Like it has overwhelmingly positive reviews. And so uh I had clicked it. Or say I'm sorry, I had purchased it, downloaded it. While I'm downloading it, is when I go while it's downloading, I read I go back to the reviews because I'm like, I'll just give it some time to download. I had not paid attention to the download size at all. I look over and I'm reading and then it's like it's done. And at the same time as I'm reading is when I'm, I'm, I figure out that it came out the day before. And I was like, this has only been out for a day and it's already top of the sales chart. Like what the hell? So then I get that little cue like it's ready or whatever. And I was like, it's been like a minute. So I look over and I see downloaded one gigabyte out of one gigabyte. And I was like, Whoa, like it's a and I thought it was going to make me download like this crazy huge data packet once I opened it. Um, so I open it up and I get into it and it's just the trailers don't do it any justice how good it looks. It looks phenomenal. It's charming, right? I feel like that's part of the hook is how simplistic and charming it is because of like that polygonal like almost metal gear one hey second reference of the fucking podcast um almost metal gear one-esque graphical style right nothing is super high res however the lighting the physics the weather are so on par like top tier stuff shadows react in real time to its environment and wrap around like lighting effects are on point reflections shine shadow atmosphere the depth of field like when you're looking off in the distance to these pixelated images it makes it look it just makes for a beautiful landscape and then what makes it even better is unlike most survival games 
the map is procedurally generated. So, so like Minecraft, it has a seed. So everybody's world is different. I mean, it follows a basic formula where the farther you get away from your spawn location, the more difficult enemies you will encounter. But these regions, there's like biomes, like meadows, black forests, uh, plains, mountain biome, which is cold and you can freeze. It's really scattered across. But in that first like part where you spawn, it's mostly black forests and meadows, which is relatively safe. Now, uh, one of our listeners, actually, I played it for the first time. I booted it up. I had no idea what I was doing. And I, was, I started playing it, and I streamed it live here. You watched me for like maybe 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was just struggling building my house in this, like, on a bank in the middle of the woods. And all while I was playing this, I was actually messaging my buddy. I was like, hey, man, do you want to? I literally think I said something along the lines like, yo, do you want to be Vikings and build blood on, on grass plains together and, and build mighty halls? And he literally was like, he texted me back. He was like, send it. So I sent him a trailer and I was like, dude, this just came out. I'm playing it right now. It's cool as shit. You should get it. So we got it and we booted it and we played for like six, seven hours straight. I have over 70 hours in this game already, oh which God. is more, which is more already? than cyberpunk has. Well, that's not saying in much. my, yeah, <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> I've, I put like maybe six, seven hours into cyberpunk. I've put close to 70 hours into Valheim so far. And it's just, Oh my God. And exactly like, it's just so simplistic that it just draws you in. And I know that earlier you were like, I'm looking for a good farming simulator. Hey, guess what? Valheim farming simulator. Okay. I have, we have a farm with carrots. We have a stable that houses pigs and you can breed and tame pigs. You can breed and tame wolves. There's so much stuff and there's so much room for expansion with content and enemies and the further you get out enemies get more difficult they get more intelligent they get more organized so uh, this is all done with your buddy in one instance like you just you and then you say you have a saved instance so you can come back to it sort of like like minecraft realms or servers sort of like right that. right okay. but it's it belongs to him so i can't play on it unless he's playing but you can create a dedicated persistent server that Interesting. one person owns it and then people can jump in and out as long as they have like the password to get in if it's locked if they leave it open then that's at your own risk because you can like grief people and break their stuff and steal and so one thing that you can do is you can take your character right so i can take my character from my world load it up with a bunch of resources that i want and then carry it to for example yours like if you're like oh i have no iron i'd be like i'll bring you some i'll go to my world and bring you iron and drop it on the ground, and then go back to mine, come back to yours. So, um, right now it's up to 10 players. It dropped to like a, th- like a million downloads, a million purchases. So, yeah, um, some of that, so here's some numbers. Uh, it's $20, I don't know if we said yep. that. We were talking about yep. price earlier, so it's $20. It was, as of February 10th, I know it's the 20th, uh, Iron Gate, the developer, announced that it had already sold 1 million copies. And then five days after that, it reached 2 million sales. Uh, on Friday the 19th, which was yesterday, it hit 3 million sales. 
That's pretty impressive for a, a new game. Um, it, that's not even finished yet, you know. Um, yeah. And I saw this as like a, a, you said it kind of a ballooned, and I was like, huh? And I, I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit! Like people are, this is like pretty big now. I, I was like, man, I might maybe I'll buy it. <laughs> and when I just told myself I'm not going to buy any new games, I'm going to play what I have. Um, but that's yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I get it must be everything you say sounds amazing and awesome. It's, a, you know? it's like, and it's just five guys. It's just five people made this game. It's five that's people. That's crazy. I didn't know that. It was only five people that made it. Yeah, five people. And it's just five people made it and they're sharing $60 million. That's crazy. So here's the thing that makes me kind of, I don't want to say worried, but we see this happen with like, Granted, they're different games. We saw this happen with like Fall Guys. We saw this happen with uh, Among Us. Right? They explore exploded in popularity and then kind of kind of teetered off. I guess they're still super popular, but I don't think they're nearly as popular as they were. You know, at that at that at that peak that they reached. I think they've come down quite significantly. Well, Not to say this will happen, but it, yeah. I'm just you know I think that. It could and it, and it might just because that's what we see. We see these like indie games and they're really great at first, and then I don't know. So you think you think? I mean, I haven't played it, so I can't I, I can't make an educated opinion about it. I can only go off of what I've seen with other games. Do you think that this game will be here to stay? Like absolutely. Gotcha. I honestly believe, but that's because of like I enjoy the aesthetic of it. Period. You know, right. Uh, Minecraft is popular, but it doesn't cater to any specific aesthetic. This I don't know. It's got the old tick. school vibe with the graphic, like the well, no, 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 no. But I mean, I don't. I mean, like it's not themed. Like it's not like futuristic. It's not Vikings. It's not knights. It's not okay. robots. Right, it's right. not like Minecraft is. It's you do whatever you want, right? This game has that aesthetic that I feel people genuine generally are not like. I hate anything with vikings vikings are stupid i've yet to meet a person that's like that whatever um um also the game is very forgiving it doesn't okay you can't there's a food mechanic right but you can't die from starvation you're not constantly monitoring oh i have to go to the bathroom i have to go to i have to go eat i have to drink water like you eat simply for the stamina and health buffs. That's all it does. I have to sleep. You don't have to sleep, but resting gives you a stamina regen buff. Oh, I'm cold, so you get a stamina regen debuff. It's not like this insanely punishing game. If, um, let's say you're building a house, right? And you put a wall somewhere you don't want it, and it costs you 10 wood. In most survival games, if you deconstruct that wall, it will give you half or a quarter of the resources that you use to make it. In Valheim, you get all of it back. You get a 100% return on your build materials. So the game in itself is very forgiving, but it can also be very difficult. So sometimes, randomly, you will get attacked by the forest or by units in the area. They will just, hey, we're going to move on these people. And wherever your bed, your spawn point is set, that's where they'll attack. And they'll they'll come at you in tow. Like, 
uh, Stevie Weavy and I have fought like 20 creatures all at once. And they don't, they, it's not simple in the way that like, oh, I'll wait while you fight that one guy and then I'll attack you. No, they're all trying all at the same time to kill you. So the enemies are easy to fight when they're alone, but difficult in groups. So that's a pretty interesting way of looking at it. But just looking, I mean, look at the, look at the players, man. Look at the players. You have a peak player count of 391,000. Yeah, I know. Sure. I mean, it's popular now. Yeah, it's right now. It's popular. I mean, so was Among it's, Us. It's at the number so two it. spot. It's at the second most played game on all Steam. I, I mean, I'm not denying that. I'm not done denying that people are in love with it now. I'm just curious to know, is this game going to be here for the long haul? And it sounds like it will be, according to what you're saying. It sounds awesome, and it sounds like really great. I'm just wondering if... You know, if this can be one of those games that might 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 teeter. I mean, I guess Among Us is still super popular, and, and so uh, so is well. Fall Guys Among Us is well. popular, and Fall Guys is popular. All these games are popular, but they're they it's a linear. Each time, like, sir, different things can happen because there's different variations, but you're not creating anything. You're not creating your own story. You're not allowing creativity. Some yeah, people I mean, in this game are building. I saw a guy. He built. He, recre- he rebuilt all of Whiterun from Skyrim. He completely <sighs> recreated the entire town. Wonder if they can set up like your own servers, like you can with Minecraft. That'd be kind of cool. No, you can. You can. That's what you I'm can saying. Run, you, oh, can you can make a server, server with and... persistence, and then people can join or whatever. And you can literally admin kick people. You can track people logging in. Like, you can do all that stuff. Well, it sounds like Valheim is really cool. Uh, I still don't know if I want to buy another game, even at $20. I probably will because you just sold me on it. Well, so check it out. If you do get it, think of it this way. You don't got to beat it. That's true, but it's it's just another game in my catalog that I feel like that I'm not going to play or I I have. It's like, you know how how it is. Most gamers know how it is. You have a shit ton of games that you want to play, but either you go back to like, animal crossing <laughs> or you go back to call of duty and then you don't play the ones that you probably should be playing but i probably will buy it at, at 20 dollars if i don't ever play it, i feel like 20 dollars is not like losing out on a whole, a whole lot of money but it sounds it sounds fantastic oh for those of you who are hearing my dog's bark it actually doesn't get picked up in the recording because i have noise filters um i was looking at it while my dogs were barking so you probably hear them but they're not being recorded thank god because I would, I would not want to listen to a podcast where dogs are just barking in the background. Um, all right, I want to move on to our last topic. What do you say? Very good. Um, so there are a few. Actually, I kind of want to. I kind of crossed it off. But I just want to say I didn't even know that this was in the works. But the Cruella trailer. I. I'm like, I have, I have yet to see it. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, like people saw the success of Joke the Joker, and then people were just like, we need to do. Uh, an origin story for this villain. I'm like, who in the world? Maybe, maybe it's just me, but I'm like, who the fuck cares about Corella Deville's origin story? Like, I never once said to myself, I need to know where she came from. Why does she want to kill puppies? Why does she want to kill all these dogs? You know, like I never thought about that. Man, I was probably eight years old when I saw 101 Dalmatians, but I will say. Um, What's her name looks really cool as I mean I'm just doing terrible on names already but I would say she looks really cool Emma, Emma Stone Emma Stone yeah she looks really cool but 
I don't know. I just all I wanted to say about it. That's all I had to say. I just I think it, I think it's kind of weird that all of a sudden we got to do all these origin stories about uh, <laughs> um, villains now. Like I completely, especially about villains, I completely have no interest or any care for. Maybe it's just me. That's what I keep saying. Maybe, maybe I'm probably wrong. I'm not. I don't work for Disney, so I don't know what the people want. Um, but all right. So moving on to the actual final topic that we have. And we got to see the final Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. And one of the things, speaking of the Joker, we got to see the new version of Jared Leto's Joker with the longer hair, the pale face, and, and like almost sort of like the Heath Ledger lips. And man, there's so many different things that are coming out from these trailers. It makes me really wonder, like, or curious, is how different is this movie really going to be? We saw a dark seed in there you know like yeah he was referenced but we never saw him so i don't know what did you think about the joker and then this uh pretty much this last trailer i'm excited for this i was not a big fan of the last justice uh, league movie but did you just say dark seed yeah pretty sure That's, it's dark side dark side sorry dark side hold my nerd card for me on you that gave one. me crap for saying kun lee <laughs> so fuck you <laughs> um right. i was just i was just edit that in post we'll just edit that like no keep it. it it's real um, yeah it's real that, that we're 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 true all right so dark so side guess, and there I, were a few other reveals but what did you think overall of the main thing that i saw was the joker and also um this the trailer in general and some of the reveals so what did you think so i originally thought that um That because people kept calling it the Snyder Cut. That's like the name of it, I believe. It's called the it's, Zack, or Zack it's, Snyder's it's called, Justice League, right? That's it's called the Justice official, League, right? But no, the official name is called Zack. It's literally the official name, is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right. So people have been calling it the Je- the the Jacks the Snyder Cut. So originally, I thought that. It was, how do I say, I thought that it was just him taking the things that he liked and making the film better by cutting certain things out. I didn't know that he had redirected an entirely different film. I mean, am I wrong to say that? Yeah, I believe, well, there were some reshoots the he is cutting out i believe he stated that he is cutting out all of the josh whedon um uh reshoots because he didn't want those in the movie and he's there's obviously they 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 redid steppenwolf's um look and they're doing everything differently so yeah it's it sounds like it's going to be a a very different movie than from what we from what we saw on the the original one but yeah i've only seen i've only seen justice league once because Ah. i didn't enjoy it yeah. So I just watched it the one time. I guess I'll watch it again to see if I really, 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 really don't like it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it again. I will watch the, the Zack Snyder's Justice. No, I'm obviously going to watch this. I'm, Peter, come on. I'm obviously going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, it's very rare that a character gets to play the same. Jared Leto's... So, <laughs> It's so crazy that he's playing two the same character, but he's playing two different versions of it. So like, that's my next question that I had about the movie was like, 
initially what a unique situation like truly. i think yeah i'm so they changed they uh, Zack Snyder changed it, but I want to say wasn't he the one that created the tattooed version? Wasn't that his? No, that wasn't. That was uh that was from Suicide Squad, right? Was when they, mm-hmm. they showed it. So it was David David Iyer, I wanna say it was the creator of Suicide Squad. It was his take. And I think they wanted to like incorporate they were sort of going the MCU route, right? I think is what they I think is what they were trying to do, and then it their their overall vision wasn't quite as nuanced or put together as like what MCU has. Not to say that's a good thing because I know some people don't like MCU, but um, I don't think they had a, a a great plan for how they wanted to incorporate all these films together as one. But they wanted to, so yeah. It's right. you're, you were right. go back to what you're saying. You were right about it's interesting that he's playing two different versions. But then, so this is going to be four hours long. So I don't I'm, care. I'm just saying. I'm thinking is. How much screen time, like, how much is Jared Leto's character, J- Joker, going to be in this movie? You know, like, how much oh, did they... I guess you know, that, just that's, a good, that's a good question. Right? Because, I mean, they're taking all the footage that they previously had that was shot and, you know, whatever, adding CG to it, whatever they need to do, because there was plenty of them. Like, Superman's going to wear the, the black suit or the dark suit, so he's wearing that. I'm just really curious to see how this plays out. I mean, I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, is it like is there going to be like a five minute scene with the Joker where you know like it's like a cameo thing? Is it going to be an integral part, integral part of the of the movie? So I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it'll be something that has to do with Batman's time travel stuff. Well, they do reference his dream and his vision, right? Because remember that I don't remember that weird vision he had in like this desert and he yeah, this... the vision, not the time travel stuff. I'm sorry, well, it's been a long time. Well, they did incorporate some time travel stuff because the Flash apparently came... Because right after that scene, the Flash comes to him, I believe, from the future and tells him like something about... Warns him about doing something. So, I don't know. I think... So, I've I think this is what happened was... Is, I gotta watch it again. Damn it. <laughs> that was... I just remember that because I was like the biggest like, what the fuck? I'm like, huh? Because like he has this weird vision and then immediately gets visited by the Flash from apparently from the future. So, the thing that just... I just really, I think this is going to be good. I honestly think this is, this is going to be good. I'm hoping for it to be good. And I think the problem with the Justice League is you had, one, you had Zack Snyder who had a vision that he wanted, probably had the studio who has history of meddling with their movies, and then you bring Josh Whedon in, who has a completely different tone uh, with his movies and, and vision for it. So I think that's what we wound up with Justice League. Yeah. Um, but... I thought it was just interesting. I didn't even really know they were really redoing the the Joker and all in all of that. I I was just and then I just thought how is this going to play out? So I guess we just got to wait until what I think March 18th, March 10th. I can't remember this date, but it um, will be March 18th. March 18th. Ooh, exclusively on HBO Max. HBO Max. Um, but, which I have. So that was the last uh, news topic from February that I had for today's discussion. Was there was there anything that we missed? Is there anything that you wanted to bring up? No, no. Um, if you have a computer, buy a Valheim. <laughs> so and also, Josh, don't, and also don't be shitty. <laughs> Josh is Josh is the official spokesperson for Valheim now, for at least on, on our show. Um, that being said, uh, if you can't see, I got the HD PlayStation. Shirt, so it's from RetroGamingWare.com. The 
use the Nerds Adulting discount code, you get 10% off. And then like a small percentage of that goes to our goes to our show and support of the show. Um, so if you like the gear, I posted it on my Twitter, posted it on our Twitter, posted it on Instagram, posted it on my Instagram. If you like this stuff, I shirts are posted on Facebook. I did post it on Facebook. So yeah, putting it out there, if you need the link, it'll be in the description of this podcast. But the gear is cool, the quality is good, the prices are cheap. I think it's like twenty dollars for a t-shirt. Same thing with our teespring. Um, the quality is good. Um, so check it out. Appreciate your support. Um, if you don't buy anything, I just appreciate you guys for listening in the Discord. I appreciate you guys for coming on and listening and giving us plays. And if you like the podcast, all that I ask is just tell one person today or tomorrow. But hey, I listen to this podcast. This is one of the cool episodes. Check it out. You know, um, if you don't do that, I'm just happy you guys are here in the Discord. Absolutely. We appreciate every <laughs> single one of you. Yes, we appreciate every single, all 12 of you that listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So that being said, I think that that's our last news topic for today. I'm going to close it out. I want to thank everyone for listening. Appreciate it. Um, Josh, man, it's always a pleasure. I'm glad we got to, got to do this episode. It was looking a little bleak this weekend, but we got to do this one. I can do another one tomorrow with Ruthie, so I'm super excited. One, one hundred. That being said, we, and look- the, the, we did not lack the Metal Gear references once again. Yes. So I guess I'm gonna have to use a. This is my goal. Do- Every episode must have one reference. I guess Meryl will be my crush then. Huh? that or that's what we are on our topic uh, i'll sneak in middle gear tomorrow but um anyways josh always a pleasure i appreciate doing uh doing these with you every week so uh have a wonderful rest of your weekend and we i will see you next week when we talk uh our retro podcast for goonies absolutely bye-bye adios <laughs>